All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us, joining with us as we walk through our sort of an, first an overview of what the Victory XR Academy will be all about, our, our new campus that we're rolling out next month, and the role that we would like uh, those who are interested in creating curriculum to play as we do this. So, um, first of all, let's uh, talk initially about. Uh, the project. And before we do that, let me make a couple of introductions. First, Renee Gadella is on with us. She is our curriculum specialist and also the chancellor of Victory XR Academy. And I, those of you that have heard me introduce Renee before, you know that um, I think she's one of the finest curriculum specialists in the United States. She started her career as a classroom teacher. And then after getting her master's in curriculum, went to work for ETS, the largest curriculum company in the world, and also spent some time uh, working with ETS. Uh, then, because uh, she didn't have enough punishment in her life, she ran for the school board in the state of New Jersey, served uh, some time on the school board there, and then uh, when uh, she moved to the state of Iowa, she ran for the school board again. So she understands education from every perspective, and I should also mention that she is a parent, and maybe that's the best way to understand education and its impact on students. Also, Wendy Martin. Wendy is a veteran classroom teacher. She is a 20-year veteran and also uh, is also one of the finest teachers in the United States, as evidenced by the fact that she was a finalist for National Teacher of the Year, which is uh, very exciting. And uh, those of you that have been in, have seen any of our work, whether it's our dissection products or any of our other virtual reality products, you've seen Wendy as either a hologram or a tour guide. So uh, she does a lot of great work for us and she's one of the reasons that this, is, this company has been so successful. So, and also in case you have questions about the tech side of it that I can't answer, we also have Danny Coyle on the line. Danny leads our tech effort. Um, and especially in this instance, uh, he has been putting, building out the academy along with uh, our, our designer who does a tremendous job of designing the campus. So let's talk about what Victory XR Academy is and, and how we need to integrate lesson plans and curriculum into it from in, in our plan to crowdsource it. So first of all, Victory XR Academy will exist inside virtual reality on the Engage platform. So if you're familiar with the Engage platform, then then you'll, you'll sort of get it. If you're not, you know, essentially a lot of the virtual reality that people experience um, is, is a standalone isolated experience. Now you might be interacting with our hologram, but essentially it's, it's, a, uh, it's only one person. This is a shared virtual reality experience where people will be inside a classroom, will be on a campus together with a live instructor, can ask questions live, and it's a, it's a completely elevated experience to the standard virtual reality that, that most of us know. Victory XR Academy will offer educators a custom platform to use along with lessons and support material that are optimized for VR. What that means is that it, it's great that there is, are these platforms out there. There's more than just Engage, there's Altspace and Facebook is rolling out their own and there are others, but they're also, you have to have a structure that sits on top of that platform. And if you think about these platforms as the iPhone and what we are doing as the, the app builder, we are essentially building a, an app, a very large campus app with all of the objects and the lesson plan so that any teacher, any administrator from around the world can come to our VXRA website, shop for the lesson plan that fits them, and then implement it in the uh, inside the Victory XR campus. But in order to make that happen, we need curriculum creators who will develop lesson plans for educators. So, so we think of this in, in two groups. One are the creators of the curriculum. And these might be people who are, are capable of teaching a master class, or it might be people with a degree in curriculum, curriculum, uh, master's in curriculum or a classroom teacher. But then the other group are those who are going to take those lessons, you know, essentially the first group write the textbooks, if you will. The second group take the textbooks and they teach the students. And so once we have the lesson plans on our website, we'll have an open call for educators to consider utilizing our platform. 
educators will shop for the lesson plan that suits their needs. They'll be able to search. You know, maybe they're looking for a history lesson or a, a course in uh, biology or a course in chemistry or whatever the case might be. Whatever it is, they'll be able to search for it and then uh, review the lesson plan, review the uh, objects and field trips and other things that go along with it and determine if it suits the need they have for their classroom. Educators will, will also be able to use the platform for classes that they might teach on their own. So if you think about it, some educators will be doing this on behalf of a school or a school district or an educational institution or a university. Others will decide, hey, on Tuesday and Thursday evenings, I want to teach a class to help students learn English, to help Mandarin speakers learn English, let's say, or I want to help them to learn anatomy. This is another of the ways that it can be used. So either on behalf of an institution or on behalf of oneself teaching others who might sign up for that class. So the two opportunities we have for educators, and the term educator can be very broad. So for example, maybe you're not a licensed school teacher, but you are an expert in woodworking. So maybe you want to design a class around woodworking. Well, this would be something that would be theoretically possible. And, um, and we would let uh, potential users know what uh, the level of expertise is. You know, some people are trained to be teachers and other people have uh, simply won awards as the best woodworking cabinet maker in the world. So educator can mean a couple of different things, but we have to have people who create that curriculum. But then second, we need people who teach that curriculum. And so again, I just covered this, but, but essentially it could be the same person that both creates the curriculum and teaches it, but it doesn't have to be. It can be two different universes of people. So that should be very clear at this point. In order to drive something like this forward, you know, we're a, we're a startup, you know, we, we are not uh, profitable yet, but we are revenue positive. And so we work, we have to figure out a way to make this business model work so that it works for those who are our curriculum creators, our educators, and uh, also uh, the platform, Engage, and for us. So there's a lot of people who need to um, be able to succeed with this model, and, and we're one of those. Um, so as I discussed earlier, we plan to sell subscriptions to schools to the VXRA platform. And so they would pay an annual fee and then they would be able to use the platform for whatever class they might be. What they get for that subscription are a number of things. One, they get 3D assets that are uh, integrated into a lesson plan. It might include uh, organs, human or animal organs, uh, might include paleontology, bones or artifacts, uh, math manipulatives, uh, planets, something else from space. You know, right now we have 3,000 3D objects that can be integrated into these lesson plans, and that, and that is growing every day. But they also get virtual field trips, and we have 97 plus virtual field trips from around the world. Some people might call a virtual field trip a 360 video, but that really uh, lessens what it really is. These field trips are are aligned with science, they're, they're led by people who know the subject matter, and uh, they're more than just a 360 video. They have graphics integrated in them to assist with teaching and, and bring a lot to the table. So we call them virtual field trips. Uh, we also will be providing 2D learning videos. Uh, these may be standard learning videos, and some might say, well, why do you need to be in VR to see a 2D learning video? And the reason is because we view the campus as a holistic learning campus. You shouldn't have to leave your campus to be able to watch a 2D video. If you're there with the rest of the class and the professor or the teacher wants to show a, a video and then do a Q&A, they should be able to do so. And that's what we will also be providing. We also have professional development and instruction, best practices for teaching in VR, both from the educator side and the tech side. So our goal is to be providing, is to provide at least 100 lesson plans by this fall. And um, that's the purpose of this call out, is to find people who are interested in creating lesson plans. The second 
business model is to allow individuals, maybe homeschool parents, maybe uh, parents who just want their child to be tutored, whatever the case might be, to, to provide month, a monthly subscription to utilize uh, access classes inside the Victory XR campus. So for example, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we might teach a, a class about biology. On Wednesdays and Fridays, we might teach a math class to prepare, prepare students for college entrance examinations. And on every Saturday, we might have a class to teach English speakers Mandarin, and on Sundays to teach Mandarin speakers English. All of this will require uh, some monthly subscription for parents who want their students or for individuals who want to uh, take these classes. I guess it doesn't have to be a parent. It could be an adult that might take one of these classes as well. The business model for curriculum creators. So here's what you need to know if you're interested in working with us to create some curriculum. One, curriculum creators will retain the ownership of their own IP, of that lesson plan. What they will do is they'll provide to Victory XR Academy a 24-month license to put that on our site and to give teachers access to it. Curriculum creators will receive a commission based on the usage of their lesson plan. It's possible that it might end up being a flat fee or it might be a commission, but uh, we're, that, that structure is still undetermined. So if you move forward on this path with us, you know, what we would say is that you have to trust that we're going to provide a fair uh, structure for uh, those who create the curriculum because at the end of that 20 month, 24 month period, if you're not happy, if it has not uh, returned what you hoped it would return, then you can cert just simply uh, remove it from, uh, from Victory XR Academy. So essentially, we're going on a journey together. You know, Victory XR Academy is trying to figure this out along with Renee and Wendy and Danny and the rest of our team and myself. And we're looking for those who are interested in figuring it out with us. And so if that's you, then we would love to, to have you on this journey and, and creating curriculum that can be taught on, on the uh, platform. So for those who would be a public class instructor, you know, obviously if you're teaching for your own school or campus, then you know, that's, that's separate. You know, you're being compensated by your own school. But if you decide to offer a class to the public, then um, there are ways to, um, to receive compensation. You know, we'd like to see a minimum of 10 paying students. And, and it might be as little as $10 per student. So instructors would receive, this is the current plan, although it's not final, would receive 40% of the revenue for that class that's taught. So if it's 10, 10 students in a particular class, it'd be $40. Obviously up to 30 students, it would be $120. And uh, so, you know, it, the more students that are attracted and that are interested and that a, an instructor can handle, uh, the more revenue. So if you teach 10 of those classes, you know, suddenly it becomes something that that's at least has some value. None of this is finalized yet. These are things that we have to figure out, but this is what we are working toward um, with both the technology, the payment structure, the whole process. So um, we will be able to provide more information on that as, uh, as we move through the summer. Now, let's talk about the curriculum creation process. So in, in our mind, you start with a an existing classroom lesson plan and courses. And then, then you think to yourself, okay, how do, we, how do we port that? How do we create that lesson plan inside virtual reality? Because obviously there are things we can do in virtual reality that can't be done outside of it. You, for example, when Wendy teaches a class, she'll, she'll reach her hand into the cadaver, pull out a stomach, hand that stomach to a student, that stomach looks at it, learns while Wendy talks about it, and then hands it to the student next to her. And uh, that student might take that stomach and, and enlarge it large enough to step inside of it. You know, obviously these are things that aren't going to happen in a real classroom, but they allow students to, to have this really dramatic learning moment inside virtual reality. And, and, and these are the things that we are opening up. So, so you take the existing lesson plan, then you go onto our website, which will be open next week, and you begin shopping for, for different media 
that will be available in your lesson plan. So 3D objects, virtual field trips, 2D videos, and the custom classrooms that, that uh, Danny and Aaron are building. So you can find, do I, want to, do I want my class to take place in the history center? Do I want it to take place in the biology lab? Are we gonna do everything needed in my class in the lecture hall, but then finish up in the biology lab? These are the decisions that get to be made. And it's very exciting. You know, maybe you wanna provide a class in the astronomy center. How, how cool would that be? Maybe you want to tell, transport up to a spaceship and finish class um, amongst the nebula that you were just teaching about down on Earth. So I should also say, if you have questions, we're, go ahead and put them in chat whenever you want, but we're gonna, at the end, take some questions here. Um, then on the website, uh, we will have an intake form to fill in. And all you do is go to our form. It's very simple. You'll see it here at the end. And you begin answering questions. What's the course name? What's the lesson title? What's the name of the course creator? What's the subject? What are the academic standards, et cetera? And then which 3D objects will be included in this? Maybe the 3D objects are not in the database yet. So maybe I want to put, put a request out to Renee for a 3D object and we can see if we can accommodate you. Uh, what virtual field trips do I want to include? Are there learning videos that I want to include? So these are the decisions that the curriculum creator makes and all of it creates a rich learning opportunity inside virtual reality. And then you publish it to the site. After it's published to the site, uh, it goes through a review process and a QA process. So very straightforward. And um, even though initially it might seem a little foreign, for the most part, um, we, we think that, that it's going to be easier than people think. So what do you do? Well, uh, starting next week, you'll create a VXRA account. There's no cost to it. You just set up an account and you begin completing the intake form. Uh, we'll need to make sure sessions are saved so that if you don't complete it in one session that, it, that it's saved, but uh, you, you save your lesson plan. Then you uh, begin shopping for your media or demonstratives. Any questions would be directed to Renee. She is our curriculum specialist and chancellor, so she'll oversee that process. And then um, we'll provide feedback once it's submitted within seven to 10 days. We're gonna talk about the timeline here next. So yesterday, we, May 20th, we launched our content creator uh, call out. Today's the second day of that. We'll continue searching for other content creators moving forward. On May 28th, uh, we hope, if not before, to launch that content creator site so that you can begin uh, set, getting your account set up and filling in that lesson plan. By June 20th, we'd like to see the first round of lesson plans from this first group. Uh, but by July 1st, you should have feedback, if not before. Uh, July 8th, revised lesson plans due, and then we intend to publish content by July 15th, and then we just keep going start round two and um, try to get, like I said, if, if it would be possible to get up to 100 lesson plans by the fall, that would be awesome. What you're seeing in front of you now is what the form will look like. And as you can see, it's pretty straightforward. What is the name of the course? Um, it's possible that you are not going to create a full course, that you're just going to have one lesson plan. And so we're gonna provide some guidance here. If you're, if you're not creating a full course, then you might want to put a name there, but your lesson plan might just be a subset of your course name. Uh, what are the academic standards? You know, this, this is a required field for those who are creating uh, classes to be caught, taught in school, but, but you, it's not required if, uh, if, you're not, um, if you're not teaching that type of a class. If it's a master class, you don't have to have academic standards there. And who is creating this content? And that's going to let people uh, do a deep dive on the content creator to learn. So when, when you go ahead and fill out your Victory XR Academy, uh, when you sign up, it's going to ask you information about your background. You know, do you have a degree? What are your degrees? Uh, what are your specialties? What, where have you worked? You know, what do you want to convey to those who might be considering your lesson plan? What is it that you know about that subject? So, you know, I might uh, create a lesson plan on making homemade pizza because I am very good at making homemade pizza. But the only thing I can put for experience is the fact that I've been making homemade pizza for 25 years. 
So people might not consider that to be of much value. If I had studied at the CIA in Napa or in New York, then they might say, okay, this person really understands what, what he's talking about when it comes to making homemade pizza. So that's the type of background information we'll collect when you sign up for your form. And as you can see here, you'll uh, search, uh, you'll, you'll choose which level it is, middle school, high school, undergraduate level, graduate level, there'll be an option here. If it's a, a non-school course that's being taught, maybe an outside school co course, we'll have some additional options here. Then you'll begin filling in information about lesson details, uh, sequencing, that type of thing. And we're providing you a PDF next that uh, will we'll sort of give some guidance. And then the estimated lesson duration so that teachers can say, okay, I wanna just have a real short class or I wanna have a longer class, whatever the case might, might be. You'll fill in some additional boxes, obje objectives, descriptions, sequence, that kind of thing, things that curriculum creators generally do when uh, the, then offering these. And, and you'll be able to see examples on it in the PDF and the guidance that we provide you. Um, you'll shop again for your media, your demonstratives, et cetera, and then you'll fill them in here. And then suddenly, and your ancillary support, this is an optional deal, you know, um, sometimes like what Wendy loves to have in her VR classes are, are sticky notes so that every, all the students can see the lesson objectives and that she can see it. And so you can provide ancillary support for things like that here. Now, maybe a teacher wants that, maybe they don't, maybe they want to create their own sticky notes, but uh, that's an optional point place here to put that in here if you so choose. Um, so this is an example of what a lesson plan looks like, will look like. So this is an example of the lesson plan created by Wendy and Renee. So you can see it's the course is anatomy and physiology. Um, the, we need to have a, a little label here, Renee, but uh, I think that the, the lesson plan is called human digestive system. Uh, Wendy will have to address that later. You have to see the standards, the content creators, Wendy Martin on the website, you'll be able to click through and see her her bona fides, you know, the level and duration, that sort of thing. And uh, you can just, you can flip through this later. We'll, we'll make this uh, slideshow available, but it teaches, you know, here's the ancillary support. Um, here are the, the lesson sequence, you know, what, what you should do, et cetera. Here's the demonstratives and media that you should go through. And then here's, this is, since this is a PDF, a teacher can take notes um, as they're thinking about teaching this class in virtual reality. So as you can see, our process is going to make this very easy for a teacher to, to move from the physical world to the virtual world. We, we, our goal is to remove as many um, friction points and roadblocks as we can. All right, with that, um, let me open it up to questions. So if you have a question, just go ahead and share them in the chat. And I will now go to the chat and see what questions we might have. And some of them might be for me, but then um, in about five minutes, I will step away here and turn it over to Renee and Wendy and Danny to finish up the questions. So question number one, will field trips be a separate course with assessments? What time length is a class? So as you can see in there, Sally, um, the curriculum creator can create the length of their class. Now, right now, we don't contemplate anything over an hour because it's a long time for people to be in virtual reality. So, you know, you can, you can make those decisions yourself. Um, as far as assessments, um, you could have a virtual field trip as a full class. So, for example, you could take students to Mars or, or to the moon or to... A particular place or you know our virtual field trips generally run between six minutes and ten minutes so you could have a ten-minute class with students just going on a virtual field trip that would be up to the educator and potentially you could create a lesson plan around that but you know what we're hoping our goal is that a lesson plan will have um, richer information than that so it'll have a discussion uh, potentially in the uh, auditorium or in another place before going on a virtual field trip. So these are the things we want you to think about and, and ideally add a little bit more than just a virtual field trip. Uh, Rich asks, will Engage work with Oculus Glows? I believe now it only works on the Quest. So that's a really good question. We get this every time. 
So the Oculus Go is a three DOF headset, three degrees of freedom. Right now you need a six degree of freedom headset. That means like an Oculus Quest or the Pico Neo 2 or Vive Focus Pro or an, the original Oculus Rift or the, the Vive or any of the Windows Mixed Reality headsets. HP has an amazing um, headset, just really amazing. And so, you know, some schools will buy the bigger uh, systems, the more expensive systems tethered to a, a graphics computer, say, for dissection or something like that. Other schools will just buy every student in the class an Oculus Quest or a Pico Neo for five, $6,000, something like that. Um, so, so yeah, in, I, I don't know that these platforms are going to be built for three DOF headsets and Danny can answer that a little bit later. He can weigh in, you know, whether Altspace VR or uh, VR chat or any of those work with a three DOF headset. But, what we contemplate for our academy is going to be six off headsets. So, Sally, I love your idea about the, the uh, virtual field trips to the rainforest. Uh, we don't have that currently, but uh, we do have the jungles of Mexico, which are very similar to that. Uh, that is a field trip that's paired with Singapore Gardens, and it's uh, talking about cellular biology. And so we start in the jungles of Mexico and then move to uh, Singapore Gardens. So it's really a it's a pretty cool field trip, even if you're not a student learning, just to be able to travel to those locations. Um, David, good to, good to talk to you. Good to see you here. Uh, what do you think the best strategy to sell a VR program to schools who currently have no VR capability? Yes, that's a really good question. So really, you have to present the option as an all-in-one package, which is what we do. We say, look, here you have it. You can buy a cart of individual headsets for a one-to-one -one experience so every student has access. Or you can buy a lab setting where you have five headsets. But we're going to bundle a subscription. Uh, in, in our case, we bundle VXR Direct along with Victory XR Academy. And uh, we bundle them together with the headsets so that when it arrives at a school, they have great content and um, they have the headsets, and then they've got the technical support and the uh, professional development available at Victory XR. So, um, so Danny has uh, replied if you want to see his answer on the Pico G2, but uh, his, basically what he's saying is exactly what I said. You, you need to use a six-off headset. Now, as he's pointing out, you can view what's going on on a desktop. You don't have to have a virtual reality headset. But, and this is a big but, if you've ever been to the Grand Canyon or, you know, the Taj Mahal, there's a big difference between holding a photograph in your hand and looking at the Grand Canyon through a photograph and actually standing at the rim, the south rim of the Grand Canyon and beholding the grandeur. In fact, the two are not comparable. And it's the same with learning inside VR. You can look through your laptop and basically you're going to get the idea. But to put on that headset and to, to step inside and to be there with Wendy Martin or any of the other great educators, there's nothing like it. It's just, it's just such a great experience. So, um, so think, think about that. And, and Ty, some of you may have worked with Ty in our, on our team. She has these reseller relationships with Pico, Vive and Oculus. So anybody who needs uh, a bundle of headsets and can get the financing through a grant, you know, typically most schools on a grant are going to spend between um, six and $10,000 US to get the whole um, subscription and the bundle. So, uh, you know, as, as you may know in the US, and prices are a little bit different outside the US, we also ship overseas. But um, the Oculus Quest generally costs around $425 from us um, per headset. So, you know, 10 headsets are going to be $4,000. 20 headsets are going to be $8,500. And then you have to put a subscription on top of that. And we're working out the subscription for the Victory XR Academy still. But initially, you know, right now we sell our VXR Direct content for $10 per headset per month. So it's fairly affordable. Um, with that, I am going to 
turn the reins over to Renee Gadella and um, and let you, so remember, Renee is the curriculum specialist. Uh, Wendy is the teacher who has been actually teaching students over the last couple of months inside uh, Victory XR Academy, which sits on the Engage platform. And then Danny, of course, is the technologist who's building uh, the Victory XR campus. Before I go, let me just say this. This is an amazing journey that, that we are all going on. And I don't mean just the people at Victory XR. I mean, those of you that are listening to this webinar. It's an amazing journey because what we are doing collectively is going to change the world. It's going to change the way people learn. Five years from now, those pioneers who started out today to move forward on creating curriculum and creating lesson plans and teaching on our campus and in other places as well, will be the ones who look back and, and say, wow, I was, I was really there at the beginning. I was, I was there with the Wright brothers in Kitty Hawk. I was there in, in uh, New Jersey with uh, Thomas Edison. Um, these are the things that, uh, Menlo Park's in New Jersey, right, Renee? I think so. Um, yes, it is. Yeah, so these are the, these are the, this is what's happening right now. And I'm excited to be a part of it. And I'm thankful that you joined us today and looking forward to going on this journey with you. So with that, um, Ty, I'm going to stop sharing on my end and turn it over to uh, uh, the rest of the team who apparently are all dark. So um, with that, uh, thank you. And um, I'll let you take it over, Renee. Okay, thanks, Steve. Um, and for those of you just you can continue to pop your questions up. Uh, I, I added this lesson plan template and the intake form um, that Steve talked through so that you could all, Ty, are you able to put the, um, the slides back up? Anyway, I'll keep speaking and if she can, great. If not, well, at least we saw them. The, um, the lesson plan template uh, mirrors the intake form. So we showed you the intake form. Obviously, it's a lot of blanks that you're completing, but we wanted to show you what the output from that will be. And that was the lesson plan that Steve walked through. And then there's one other level of what we could show. And I'd be happy to send any of you an email if you're interested. And it would just be a video, a couple minute video highlighting this actual lesson inside of our academy of Wendy teaching. We actually had about 15 students in there. It was a 40 minute lesson. I think we have it called down to a two to three minute uh, clip that you could actually get a feel for how this lesson plan will actually translate into VR and and all of those hands-on capabilities that the students got to do in this particular lesson. But as you can see, um, what you would input would then come out like this and then teachers can shop for it and obviously there's flexibility just like in the real classroom, the traditional classroom. Uh, you can have a lesson plan, but it's a pretty organic experience in terms of where the conversation might go and those teachable moments. So these are really just templates to guide you through a lesson. Um, and that's what you all on the call obviously are interested in helping to build those out. So let me see if there are any other specific questions to this. Wendy, I don't know if you want to jump in since this is your lesson and talk from the teacher standpoint, because I know about half the people on the call are teachers, about what this was like, um, because you've been in the classroom for more than 20 years in the traditional classroom, and how it's different in VR. What, the, what would this lesson, how is it different in VR as opposed to how you would teach it in your regular classroom? Right, well... Um, you know, we can kind of stay on that page. And again, yeah, I hope, I don't know how many of you guys out there right now are teachers, but, you know, initially when I was uh, developing this lesson plan, I did, you know, think along the same lines at first as I would have when I was developing just a traditional lesson plan. I wanted to make sure that I met certain standards. Um, we decided to do that digestive system first. And so, of course, there are many um, of you that maybe teach anatomy. Um, you know that there are certain things that you need to cover when you're teaching any system. So I just, I did kind of the basic thought process, but knowing that I was doing this in VR, um, you know, made it, made it different because I knew that there were things that I could add to this to enhance it that I couldn't necessarily do in my classroom. 
And, you know, teachers by nature, I love to create lesson plans. That's one of the things that I enjoy doing is coming up with uh, new ideas and trying to figure out how to relate my topic to the students. And with this VR platform, it just opens up a whole new level of creativity. Plus, it allows us to engage the students in something that they're already familiar with and they already like. I mean, kids today are you know, they are very tech savvy. 20 years ago, the kids that I had in my classroom and the kids that I have now, um, it's a lot different. And if we can, you know, involve this technology in an educational setting, it, they're really going to relate to it. And so when I was trying to develop this plan, you know, I was thinking about all of the things that, uh, you know, XR has in its own library. And I wanted to make sure that I could include a couple of components. Of course, you know, I want the, the very basic, you know, the idea of, of presenting, you know, certain objectives to them. But I also knew that I could give them things that were a little different. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that I popped up a 2D video because um, we have a library full of videos. One of the cool things that I could do, and, you know, Steve mentioned this, one of the cool things that I could do was actually, uh, you know, go up to a human body shell and pull the stomach out of the human body and walk it over to a pair of students and hand it to them. And they could, you know, roll it around in their hand and manipulate it, look at it. Um, and then I could actually create multiple stomachs and hand it to multiple students. So as I am actually talking about it, um, you know, students in pairs have it and they can look at it and I can point things out and we can all be looking at the same thing. Um, and there's no better way to understand form and function in anatomy than being able to look and touch the form as we're talking about the function. Um, I also have the ability to, you know, do hands-on. I mean, science is all about hands-on. So we also had that component. Um, there was a hands-on lab portion where we could actually, uh, you know, take the organs and put it into a body, almost like a fun anatomy puzzle be able to put it into the body so that they could try to manipulate and see if they could figure out how the organs um, actually connect and relate to each other. And then the last component that I wanted to make sure I could do, which is one of our favorites, our really um, cool ability is to take these kids on what we call our field trips. And yeah, they're 360 videos, but we have a uh, collection of uh, these 360 field trips from all over the country, all over the world, um, ranging from the Great Wall to you know, the national parks to, you know, places that Steve mentioned. And the video that I, the field trip I chose to take them on was our own University of Northern Iowa. They have a synthetic cadaver lab. And so I popped up a small portion of that field trip. And, you know, at the end, after talking about the human body, the students were actually transported to this lab, to this university. And they were literally sitting there, uh, standing there um, within this lab. And, you know, we could talk about and actually show them how these uh, cadavers and, and the parts that we just talked about, how they actually fit into the cadavers. So, um, you know, it's just, it just being able to, you know, to do these things just adds a whole nother layer to how we present material to the students. And it's adding a layer that they're already familiar with. And that's what I think is number one, cool and fun, but number two, extremely important. Awesome. Thank you, Wendy, for walking through that. And as I said, if you're interested in um, seeing highlights from Wendy's lesson, as well as receiving a copy of this lesson plan, so you can kind of see how that translates, just email me. You all have my email address um, from booking this conference. I'd be happy to send that to you. Um, we have a question on here about assessments from Sally. Great question. Um, as a former item writer for College Board and Pearson uh, and ETS, I think you know assessments, formative and summative, are where it's at because it's really the only way that you can test student progress, kind of in motion and culminating. Uh, at this point, it is not something that is included um, because a lot of the functionality isn't quite there yet. And as Steve addressed earlier, there's the, the issue with VR stamina as well. You know, we don't want people in headsets forever, um, you know, experiencing things and then taking assessments. I do think that it will be something that has worked out in the future, but at this point, there are no assessments tied to these lesson plans or the writing. That would be for the teachers to create on their own based on the lessons if there was a need to assess. Um, other than just formatively assessing while they're teaching the lesson in terms of asking questions and checking for understanding. 
So that's it for assessments. And then um, let me see, Ben has a question here. I'm gonna read it. So um, I'm gonna read it to myself and see if I have an answer. I don't know if uh, Danny, you wanna hop in here for some of these tech questions. I see you're responding in the chat, but do you wanna make some global comments about the tech? Uh, sure. Let's see. So, um, you as a, can everybody hear me okay, by the way? Awesome. Okay. So, in regards to, so you as a content creator, being the folks who are building the lesson plan, you wouldn't be required to go and to engage yourself in order to construct the lesson plan. But if you wanted to, you absolutely could. Um, just so you, uh, just so you'd have a better idea of how things would translate over, um, and then through the platform, you can actually you could run through the lesson yourself to a non-existent audience, create an uh, create a recording within the platform, and then you can uh, save those recordings for later and watch yourself, or even pass that pass on that recording onto the respective teachers. Uh, does that answer your question? Yeah, you're you're addressing Ben's question yeah, there, Danny. Right. right. Yeah. So Ben, in general, um, as Danny explained, and Steve mentioned it earlier, and we will have another webinar um, in the near future for the other half of what this platform will be for, and that's for the people who want to shop for the lessons. But as a content creator, you can never teach any of the classes in VR if you don't want. If you just want to put the lessons together in a cohesive and uh, you know. Um, educational way you can submit those and create them and then people would shop for those and use them you could also as Danny mentioned be one and the same you can create the lesson exactly um, as you see it you have the vision for it and then you can also teach it that same lesson that you created and I, I suspect most people will be you know dual functioning users um, because who wouldn't want to teach what you've put together um, I would imagine that there's some obviously fun but some pride in that and you want to make sure that it, it executes but it's not necessary to do so um, we have had a lot of teachers reach out retired teachers and then as Steve has mentioned people with industry experience who have maybe never taught but have certain skill sets that um, they want to teach and inform others and share that experience and this is a great way uh, to do that in an immersive environment and really help like the woodworking example was a good one and and many others um, as well. So I'm going to toss it over to Ty now. We had a question in here about um, pricing uh, for bundles. And so Ty, if you want to address that, it'd be great. Ty, if you're speaking, we don't hear you. It's, it's muted. Oh, I apologize for that. Um, so I went ahead and put my um, email address in the chat window, and um, I can definitely help you with any hardware um, pricing that um, you would like. So we work with different distributors. Um, I know Steve mentioned that we work with Pico. We work. Um, we can get you into the Oculus headsets. Um, we can work with HTC. So based on your need, um, I would be more than happy to work with you. And then based on the hardware, we can work on bundle pricing as well. So if you want to just shoot me an email um, and just how many headsets you're looking for, I can definitely get you more information on that and work with you to fit your budget. Excellent. Thanks, Ty. So yeah, reach out with questions or pricing. There are a lot of different configurations. So just depending on what you want, Ty can help get the best deal for you and, and make recommendations as well to suit your needs. Um, I think there, I didn't see any other questions that haven't been addressed, I think, obviously email us after. Um, but I think at this point, it'd be great to show you guys what we've been up to, particularly Danny. Um, so Danny's gonna take us into our academy and give you a glimpse of the first couple rooms that are finished and, um, and maybe even speak to a couple of ones that will be up in the next couple of weeks. And we're continually going to add to this library. And that's why 
you know, we're using the Engage platform, but everything that we're doing is custom made. I don't believe there's anyone else out there who's doing this. So it's very unique. Um, we are partners with Engage in this endeavor. Uh, so we have all of their capabilities and objects and settings, and then ours are on top of that. So you just have more choices and options because we are singularly focused on education. Um, whereas Engage, obviously, um, they're, education but other things as well so we really want to hone in on that and be a um, the premier place for educators to go so with that danny um why don't you take over the screen and show everybody what what we've been up to sure uh, the host disabled participant screen sharing so i'll need uh, i'll need those permissions there we go All right, can everybody see it okay? Yes. Sweet. So I'm gonna pop into VR. Hello, everybody. So this is uh, our first room. This is our auditorium, or as some may call it, the lecture hall. I'll go ahead and walk around a bit. This, uh, it seats a good number of students, as you can see. The instructor can stand up here, have their cup of coffee. <laughs> now, now, one of the key parts of this room is the big media center up there. Um, I can pull up uh, any of our 2D video content. I can pull up a slideshow from Google Docs. I can screen share. I can pull up a website, anything, uh, anything that a, that a web browser can do, I can do on this screen within VR. So that's super cool. And as mentioned, this space is, was entirely crafted with our academy in, uh, in mind, and you're not going to find that anywhere else on the platform except with us. So I'm going to take us through to the lab. So here's our Here's our lab environment too. We've got another media screen there. We've got our cadaver here. And all of, all of these objects were created uh, in-house by our 3D modeling staff. So they're all specifically made and optimized for VR presentation. So I can just reach in, grab the small intestine there. Take a good look at that. Grab the large intestine. There we go. And Danny, you would also, as Wendy did in her class, be able to spawn these items and create 10 large intestines or however many you wanted, right? To give Absolutely. each group of students something to work with. So to demonstrate that, I'll go ahead and pull up. Ooh, I'll go ahead and pull up the heart. There's our heart, I'll bring it towards me. So I can just grab it, manipulate it. And my favorite part, I can make it huge. So I can actually grab that and I can peer inside. Look at all the inner workings. <laughs> And so, Danny, can you speak to the next few classrooms that we are um, feverishly working on and perfecting for everyone's use? Sure. So, our uh, our environment designers and myself are hard at work on the uh, on the astronomy lab, which is a big circular space um, where you can. Uh, transport yourself to a space station, if you will. So it would be the perfect environment for uh, studying uh, Earth and space science. Um, in terms of more grounded, literally, uh, grounded environments, uh, we're working on um, other types of labs that uh, suit different types of, of, uh, of classroom activities. There's, of course, the central campus, 
um, which will allow you to, uh, to instead of having to uh, choose the location from a list, you could literally in, in the space just walk from space to space. So for example, uh, in the final version of this room, there will be a door right there. And if I, as the host, just walk through this door, it'll fade to black and then uh, fade back up to the central, uh, to the central quad as if it were a, like a college campus. And then I could walk to the next room. So it's, it would literally, it's literally going to be like a huge campus. And at no point do you have to like exit the session and then go to a different one. It's like you're actually going from place to place. So that's going to be super cool. Super excited about that. Hey, Danny. Uh, yes. We have a question from Rich um, asking if you can have the camera outside of yourself so that if you're recording a lesson, the teacher would also be in view. Ah, yes. So when, so when I said recording earlier, I didn't just mean a video recording. There's actually a special type of recording. I'm just going to call this test. Check this out. I love this. So I'm going to record myself. Hello, everybody. I'll stop the recording. Save that. And I'm going to stand over here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty amazing stuff. Um, David had a question about pricing. Um, and no, there would not be a separate fee for Engage because we have a partnership with them. Part of um, how we're determining the pricing structure right now and the percentages includes, you know, what part of the share of what we need to pay to Engage. So just becoming a user of ours and contributing to that doesn't, there's no other, you don't have to, we're not a middleman for Engage. We're really one in the same with this academy because of our partnership. Um, I think uh, Wendy or Ty uh, or Danny, did you all have, we, we're, I think we're finished with the questions and I would encourage people to reach out and email if you have any additional ones. But um, on my team, on our team, does anyone have any closing comments before I think we can give everyone back a little bit of their time unless uh, there's anything we overlooked? Team, anything to, to add before we sign out and thank everyone? No, I don't have anything to add by just, you know, if anybody has any questions about, um, you know, lesson plan development, please, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to talk with you. And thanks for, uh, thanks for attending today. We appreciate your feedback. Any last technical questions while I'm here in VR? Anything you want me to demonstrate? No, it looks like um, people are starting to sign out and send thanks. So thank you again, everyone, for your time. Um, reach out to me. I can obviously get you in touch with Wendy or Danny. Ty shared her email if you have pricing questions. Uh, thanks for attending. And we will let you know when we are live next week. Thanks for your interest, and we will be in touch soon. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.